back to another episode of In-Depth. My name is Luke Hardacre, and I'm a surf coach at Ombi. If you're new to Ombi, we take a look at surfing from the perspective of ocean, mind, body, and equipment. This podcast is all about straight-to-the-point tips, things that you can take away, implement into your surfing, or things that will change the conversation and make you see surfing in a different way. And this week, this episode... I want to talk about something related to a beginner, but also very much what most people are struggling with in their surfing like period. And it's looking where you want to go. And I'm approaching this from two perspectives. And that's one from avoiding hitting people, but also just all around improving your surfing, how the solution to one problem is also the solution to another. And some of these are fear-based. And some of them are just teaching us to follow through and do the right thing that we know how to do it. And we know how to do this. We do this every day. So this one's easy, right? Wherever you want to go, just look there. It's so obvious. We do it all the time in our daily lives and know to do it for practically most of the time we're awake. So why the hell do we not do it in the surf then? If you're going to do a turn and you see someone in the way, most people freak out. They freeze, they kick the board away, or they're going to do something completely similar. They're not going to finish the turn. And then beginners, if you're just catching the wave or you're riding it and someone's in the way, it's like this person is a magnet drawing you to them. You can't look away. You can't steer away from them. You can taut your body in every way to get away from them, but somehow still end up veering right towards them and either colliding or very nearly missing them. This happens so often in a crowded lineup, regardless of your skill or what you're doing or what you're riding. People in the way will always be in the way. You can't fight it. The fix to avoiding these collisions is so easy in nature, but hard to implement due to the state of your mind. It's also the same fix for pretty much everything you do in your surfing. The idea of this is you want to look to where you want to go. Always. Every time. And to begin with, I'm going to take away the collision, that fear aspect and the mental part of things. We'll get to that later. If you want to go somewhere on the wave, you have got to look there first. If you can't see where you're going, how the hell do you expect to figure out how to get there or make that happen? If you don't look at the phone during a cutback, how are you going to get there? You have to look through your turns, not at them. Looking back at your spray cuts the turn short. It disengages the twist. Not following through and looking through the turn cuts the turn short. So if you take this out of surfing and you look at, say, golf, the obvious case is not stare at the ball or stop the follow-through when swinging through a club. This is going to negatively impact your swing. It's exactly the same thing in surfing. You've got to let the movement flow, and that includes where you look. For most surfers they have this one issue in their surfing and it's that they don't have 
the decency to at least look at the wave. They're too busy rushing out and doing things. So the next time you're surfing, at least have the decency to look at the wave. You're riding this thing. So bringing this back now into surfing, if you don't see what the wave is doing, you can't respond to it. You can't time anything nor figure out how much to put into those movements. And you get all this information from looking at the wave and observing it. Surfers who are in flow are really just reading the wave and then timing their movements well and moving efficiently to match what the wave is telling them. So next surf, try paying a bit more attention to what the wave is doing and start noticing more. This may feel counterintuitive, but you're doing less to feel more, slowing down to speed up. You'll be surprised what you start seeing or noticing or feeling when you do this. So you have to first read the wave. And then if you want to ride down the wave, you have to look at where you want to go. This is the whole nose to the beach thing. If you look right down at the very bottom of the wave, though, you'll go straight down. And what I, what I mean by this is that if you're looking right down at the bottom of the wave, where it's drawing up, it's bottoming out, you're going to self-manifest, basically, nose diving, falling off, going straight down there, because all your weight and momentum is saying, I want to go here. Your body is directing that action. So you've got to be careful that you don't go out into the flats or you don't nose dive. You want to be looking where you're going, and before you get to the bottom, you start your bottom turn to go back up. It's a whole podcast episode on that. I think that's episode one. So in this scenario of the bottom turn, when you want to go back up the wave, you have to look at the lip first. If you go to do your bottom turn and you look at the shoulder and not the pocket, you will project to the shoulder every single damn time. There's not a single chance you will hit the lip in the pocket if you're stuck looking at the shoulder. Wherever you're looking is where you're going. I've got a little exercise for you to try. You can either do this on a skateboard or you need to slow your surfing down to feel this. The skateboard's going to make this really easy because you can do it in your own time. You can feel it. You can play around with it. Surfing, there's this whole limited time, limited waves, pressure, things like that. So if you're doing this skating, start with some motion, or if you're on the wave, just find your neutral stance, relax and breathe. Now you can control where you're going by looking where you wanna go. By slowly changing where you're looking and holding this, you begin to move in the direction you are looking. It's the same thing again with looking and pointing, Look where you want to go and point the hands and knees in that same direction. Your board will follow. You're sending the signal to say, hey, go this way. And it's not being muddled in the confusing, wacky, flailing arms and stances. So as you're trying this, as you continue to scan your environment, you're looking up at eye level. You're not looking down at the ground in front of you. If you continue to scan the environment looking through the turn, you continue to turn. So you can keep turning in a 360 circle as long as you keep looking through the turn, the minute you stop and focus on something, your body will stop turning eventually and go towards that direction. You start being pulled out of the turn. And then if you continue to look through the turn again, looking for the next 
area that you want to get to, your body will turn again. The board's going to turn. And then as you stop and focus on that thing in your skating, you'll see where you want to go. And your body will align to that and slowly pull you out of the turn. It's so natural and subconscious that you're unaware of it. And it's such a fun little exercise to do where just get some motion, start turning in a circle, then focus on something to stop the turn, go towards it and start again and keep going till you lose momentum. It teaches you that wherever you're looking is where you're going. For those who want to try the surfing, you obviously can't just do the constant circle. Uh, what you're doing is more looking, going to the bottom, going to the top, taking like a high line, cruising, learning that there, simple redirects, looking back towards the foam, just making it so simple that you're understanding wherever you're looking is where you're going and giving yourself the time to very slowly redirect to all these different directions. Nothing happens instantly. As I hinted at before in the drill of looking up at eye level and not looking down at your ground, you need to use your peripheral vision. And we do this every single day, day in, day out, task after task. We take in the world around us via our peripheral vision. If you're driving your car, you don't look five meters ahead of your car to figure out what the traffic is doing, how tight the corner is, or whatever other information you need to keep driving safely. If you don't use your peripheral vision, things start to get dicey and bumper to bumper traffic, and you don't notice everyone else slowing down until the car in front of you does. It's too late and you gotta slam the brakes. You need to do the same thing in surfing. An easy way to explain this and using a peripheral vision is when you often go to the beach and you see people at surf schools looking straight down at the nose of their board, like they're mentally saying to themselves, stop moving, why won't you stay still? They have no control over the board and they can't see the people in front of them. They're not looking where they're going and they're basically turning their board into a mechanical bull, responding to it and finding its every movement instead of telling the board what to do. If they looked up to where they wanted to go and use their peripheral vision that stabilize the board and see all the people they need to avoid and be able to pick a line. It's the same with turning. You need to observe everything around you within your strike range. What is the wave doing? Who's in the way so you can pick the right line to take? Surfing is all about the line you take on the wave. And the easiest solution to changing a line or not changing it, it starts with where you look. If you want to improve your turns, change where you look. If you want to improve your position on a wave, change where you look at the wave and use your peripheral vision. And linking back this peripheral vision to slowing down at the start of this podcast, when you do that and look up at eye level, and look around and take everything else in, you can start seeing the wave doing more. You don't have this laser focus on one thing and forget the rest. You'll be astounded how much you pick up and how much you can see and how much you can respond to, which is gonna help you feel more in the ocean. There's something we never notice, and it's that by looking and using our peripheral vision, our mind already knows what to do. By simply looking at the information in front of you 
taking it in, your mind can do all the subconscious maths to figure out how to make that happen. If you think about this outside of surfing and think about going down a steep hill, climbing over rocks at more secluded beaches, your brain will often connect all the dots and subconsciously move the way it needs to to achieve that result. So long as you are calm and relaxed, looking where you're going, not down at your feet. This is also similar to doing box jumps in the gym. Smaller the box, higher the box. You just look at it and think, okay, I need to move this much to make that jump. And your body kind of moves with purpose to make that happen. This is also something I learned as a young apprentice carpenter, climbing around on house frames and building the frame for a roof. You have 70 mil of footing because you're standing on a timber frame. And the more you fuss over the fear or questioning every step, the worse I would move and the more likely I would fall. If I moved with purpose and looked to where I wanted to go, my balance was 10 times better. It's the same thing as climbing with rocks with a surfboard, moving with purpose and looking where you want to go. So all of these three different examples are different ways that you may, you may not already do this. We do these movements somehow in our everyday lives somewhere. We know it, we feel it, we can do it. We just seem to apply it to surfing. So your mind is going to figure it all out. It knows how to move and it can see the path. This is the same with doing your bottom turns and following through with other turns. This is why we don't need to overthink our surfing too much as the body will find what's comfortable and figure out the math. You just need to give yourself a neutral stance, understand what's comfortable, play with it first, and then your body will find that happy medium. It'll figure out how hard to push, how high to jump, how fast to twist, or how hard to lean. It's all subconsciously figured out by taking the information and looking where you're going. So bringing this back now to the avoiding collisions, we're understanding this looking concept and how important it is to everything we do, yet it's so easy. It's the same concept when you're in the surf and you're in that moment of panic thinking, oh crap, this person's in my way and they're not moving. You've locked eyes and thought, just move you dingo, trying to send them some mental message to get out of your way. It's inevitable at every crowded break. There will always be someone in your way, regardless if you're a beginner, just trying to find your feet, or you're working on your turns. Someone seems to always magically appear in the wrong spot and freeze up, making it even worse for you. The solution to this is obviously not to stare at them. We've just discussed this whole concept of looking where you want to go. And despite how magnetic of a presence this person has, a lot of people will be stuck staring at them, but you need to look where you want to go, which is, if that's directly into their face, then so be it. But ideally, we want to avoid these people and surf the wave without missing it, falling behind the section, falling off the back, putting ourselves in the wrong line. So at this point, you need to pick the right line if you're doing your turns, how can you fit it in with that person being there? And if you're just going straight and cruising, you want to look in the opposite direction. Too often, 
people end up contorting their bodies away from the person, but they're still looking at them. Try doing that wherever you are right now. Find some space, whatever it is, and you'll probably notice that if you try contorting yourself, but still looking in a certain direction, you're not going to feel the weight change in your feet connecting to the ground. It's, it's not going to change much from just being in neutral stance. If you follow through and look away to the direction your body is contorting, that feeling changes drastically. If you're cycling and something runs out at you, it's a similar thing. We know this, and the best thing we can do is 100% send the signal to your board or your bike via where you're looking and your body to go in that direction completely away from that hazard or person. If you look at them, all you will do is draw yourself closer. So next time, look away from them. Point the fingers and the knees to where you want to go and watch the board slowly follow rather than risk a collision. This is purposeful movement. All of your body aligning for one goal to go in one direction. And this is the same concept with turns. If you're going for a turn and someone pops out of nowhere, a lot of us will often freeze, as I said earlier. There is this initial moment of panic and this can kill the turn altogether. Most people then lose their confidence and think, if I don't do this turn properly, I could end up hitting them or flinging my board in their face. I get it, but that's a quick way to build up negative self-talk. And it can snowball and destroy your confidence in a crowded lineup. The goal then is to pick the right line and follow through with the turn, ignoring the person altogether. But that's easier said than done. The only other solution to this is that use your peripheral vision beforehand and see them so that you can pick a better line, knowing you can't trust where that person might be. If you stop where you're looking during the turn, you're going to kill the turn. It's the same thing with skating. You aren't looking at the ramp, the pocket of the wave, or the person in the wave. Any of that's going to kill your turn. You've got to have the confidence and relaxed approach to follow through and keep the turn going. Otherwise, you're simply going to stop the movement halfway through. And that could make it worse, especially in skating. By unraveling this whole way of looking is where you're going and avoiding collisions, it brings up one common thread that comes up in every episode. And the elephant in the room is you, the fear you have and the mental state you're in and how your mind is responding to everything. So it's always going to be an issue with your mind and how quiet and relaxed it is. If your mind is racing and you're scared, which you may not even be aware of, it will control where you look. The case in point being a collision with someone. You don't want to hit that person, so you look at them more. This is putting you in freeze mode where you aren't moving or responding due to the fear of hitting that person. It's the same issue with most intermediates running out into the shoulder. It's a subconscious fear response putting you into flight mode. You're running away from the pocket or the wave to get out into safety, and then you start looking for where to do a turn, but there's no section. And changing where you look 
it's going to force you to deal with that subconscious fear. And until you deal with it, you're never going to change your surfing or the thing you're working on. Talking about this fear and looking where you're going. There was this amazing success story from Matt Lee, which if you go to the description, show notes, wherever you're listening to this, there'll be a link to it. This conversation happened as part of our monthly Zoom call for our monthly challenge, which is part of our premium training. And this challenge was all about changing your line, which is very much focused on where you're looking. And in this, Matt spoke about this exact process, that changing his line was all about changing where he was looking. But that forced him to confront this fear. But the reward after going through this was a feeling that like he had leveled up his surfing drastically. So Matt goes into a lot more detail than what I've just given there and how he made the change, what it felt like, the process he went through. There's a lot you can learn from it. It's a great couple, like five minutes of him talking about this experience. So click the link, have a watch. But what it comes back to is that if you're changing a line, following through your turns, avoiding a collision, you have to be able to be first relaxed, not stressed or running from fear so you can actually respond to the situation. If you get that ability to respond and do what you want to do by facing the fear and taking control away from it. Fear is only as powerful as the control you give it. If you take that fear away and make it less powerful or block out the noise it sends to your brain, it has less control over you. By facing that fear constantly, you begin to normalize it and get used to it. Your comfort zone expands and it will eventually become a thing of the past. So this comes back to the Ombi lens I mentioned last week. All of these things I've discussed are applications of the body and you can't do them effectively if the mind, if the mind is loud, negative or responding to fear. So putting this into terms of ocean, mind, body, and equipment, and it has to be in that order, it starts with the ocean. Looking where you want to go is part of the ocean and paying attention to it. And you don't know what to do, when, and how much, unless you look at the wave, pick your line and take all that information in. If you quiet the mind and know how to do the movement you're trying, you can allow your body to do it. It's then a case of removing tension in the body and making sure you're doing it properly. Then finally, your equipment, just being on the right tool for the right job. So to wrap this up, change where you're looking. It's gonna change your surfing. You have to first see something before your mind can figure out how to get there. But your mind already subconsciously knows how to do most of this. You just have to allow it. And by doing this, you may have to face some fears and relax. Follow through with your turns. Look through them. Always looking where you want to go. If you're avoiding a collision, look away from them completely and move with purpose. Trust yourself to control the board and not look at them. And it's going to be fine. If you're halfway through the turn, 
think next turn, pick a better line if someone is near or follow through the confidence and imagine they aren't there. Fight the distractions. I really wanna know if you go out there and try this. Do it on a skateboard, slow down in your surfing. Tell me how much you see in the ocean just by trying to improve your peripheral vision and your awareness of the wave. Or what new things you see and feel, how the drill goes. Love to know anytime you can contact us at info at ombi.co or you can jump into the free community, download the app and put a post up there. That's also where we have all of our free training programs and we also have our premium training, which is what where I took the Matt success story from. So there's new training every month as well as our 12-week program and our beginner program as well. One little announcement to make, which will come out with this email that follows this podcast. We will be doing a wave pool meet and greet at the Wave Bristol in the UK. So Ant is flying over to the UK. I am now back in the UK. So we're going to have a meetup on June 8th. There'll be a link in the description. We'll have the event details. So if you're in England, great, come and meet us. We'll hang out. We'll have a day at the Wave Pool. All the details are there. And next week's episode, I'm going to dive into longboarding and how this can help your shortboarding and your longboarding and things you can take away from that. Until then, I'll see you next time.